It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Jada, Dundalk and Cavan. We have amazing offers available across new and pre-owned petrol, diesel, LPG, plug-in hybrid and electric Renault, Dacia and Opel range. Low APR and zero deposit packages available. See blackstonemotors.ie. You're very welcome to Late Lunch on Tuesday the 7th of September. And the 7th of September in my life is a special day. It's my birthday today and I want to say, starting off today, thank you to everybody for all the good wishes that have been pouring in since early morning. I really do appreciate it and I'll be uh, talking a little bit about my 60 years on this planet. (laughs) Yes, I can't believe I'm saying that uh, through the show this afternoon. But we also have a packed lineup for you. My Artist of the Week, you know, of course, our ABBA. And I have a very special song on this auspicious day. Recycling, I'm confused. I don't know whether you are too. There's a change in recycling, what we can put into our bins, especially the green bins. And to be honest with you, I didn't know this whole situation as regards plastic, but we're going to find out all about it with Seamus Clancy, the CEO of Repack, a little bit later on in the show. Tony Conlon's here today with all the latest in motoring, and he is driving the brand new Renault Arcana. It's a beautiful car, and he's going to review it for us today on the show. John Lowe will be with us. He's just organised, and I have to hand it to him, a most outstanding random act of kindness. And we're going to hear about John's story a little bit later or two. And if you want to get in touch with us today, don't forget the usual numbers 086-1800-658. You can WhatsApp or text me to the show, or if you want to call in, it's 1850-715-958. And I have a message in from Anne already. Jerry, what about our Leona? Yes, Leona Maguire, what a joy to watch. No nerves. Played five matches in the Solheim Cup. Lost none. Yes, she got four and a half points. What a performance for a rookie. And we will be talking about that too a little bit later on. But well done to Leona Maguire. It's Tuesday on the show and he's been a regular my God, since I think March 2020 at this stage with me. And I have to hand it to him. He's barely missed it Tuesday, but I'm delighted to welcome him back. He's the head of the Department of Biology, director of the Human Health Research Institute at Maynooth University. Professor Paul Miner, good to have you with us again. Yeah, good to chat, Jerry, and happy birthday, Jerry. Ah, uh, thanks, Paul. 60 years, of, <laughs> 60 years of wisdom that share with us. We're lucky enough to... to, to with you so ah, thanks. I hope you, hope you have a lovely day Jerry. Uh, thank you indeed Paul thank you for the lovely wishes I do appreciate it well Paul I suppose to remain on a very positive note uh, when we listen to the uh, statistics for uh, people who've received the vaccine I have to say Paul and I think you'd concur with me it's been outstanding 90% of adults will be shortly vaccinated fully 80, 80% of over 16s 83% of over 12 70% of the population in total it's some achievement 
Yeah, the uptake has been has been great. First of all, in terms of as a population, uh, you know, people have been sort of enthusiastically embraced this. Um, and but but also in terms of the rollout, I think a lot of you know organisations like the HSE deserve a lot of credit. You know, doctors, pharmacies, a lot of great work has gone into this, and we've ended up in a situation where actually Ireland is the envy of many other countries. Some countries where maybe the take up hasn't as been as enthusiastic as it has been here. So. Great success story, Jerry. We're seeing it that despite the fact that we're still seeing significant numbers of infections, significant number of confirmed cases, thankfully the vaccine is doing a really good job in terms of protecting us against very high numbers of hospitalizations and ICU admissions and ultimately deaths. So the vaccines are doing what they should be doing. And as you said, they've been a fantastic success in this country. We were almost tipping 2,000 cases just about a week or more ago, down yesterday to uh, 1,144, 367 hospitalised, latest figures, 59 in, in ICU. There seems to be a downward trend in the cases, Paul. Yeah, there seems to be. Now, again, now we may see a reversal of that. We're not quite sure in terms of what the numbers are going to look like now as schools return, and they have returned, but you'd expect maybe 10 to 14 days before you'd see any significant trends there if they are to increase. I read reports there where their number of children, for example, you know, I think it's up to 10, 12,000 children now have been identified as close contacts and you know, indications are that maybe the, the virus is spreading in schools. But I think because it's only the schools have only returned over the last number of weeks, it's not that the spreading has taken place in the school, it's that those infections are coming from the community. So it'll be interesting just to watch those figures and watch those figures over the coming weeks to see if the opening of the schools have led to increased numbers. A question in for you there, and it says, just listening, Jerry, to the figures you mentioned there, 83% over 12s. I'm concerned I have a 14-year-old, and we've just been holding back. We heard what Paul had to say to you in the last couple of weeks. Has he changed his opinion on that? 12 to 15-year-olds, Paul, thoughts again on getting the vaccine? Yeah, so what I, what I said a number of weeks ago, Jerry, was when uh, it was offered to parents of children 12 or over, was that at that stage, um, that there is a known side effect associated with the RNA vaccine, and there's inflammation of the heart, which is myocarditis. Um, it, it was initially noticed in younger men and boys, and it was actually noticed initially in the Israeli army. Um, the, the numbers, when you looked at that age profile, it tended, it was very notable in the 16 and 19 age group. And I was not concerned, but... I certainly was awaiting data in terms of the frequency in the 12 to 15 year olds. And 12 to 15 year olds, different countries have taken different um, approaches on this. For example, the UK has decided only in children with underlying conditions that they would be uh, given the vaccine in 12 12 to 15 age group. Whereas in the US, it has been rolled out more extensively. So it's sort of looking towards the US and since this was rolled out at the end of May, beginning of June, and because the myocarditis has only really manifested itself after the second dose, I thought at that time maybe a little bit early. So I've been keeping an eye on those figures, Jerry, and certainly the frequency doesn't seem to be any greater than the you know, 16 to 19-year-olds, and actually some studies suggest it might be a little bit less. But that has certainly given me some you know, reassurance in, in that sense, because I'm always a great believer in terms of looking at the data and letting the data inform us. That was sort of a note of caution in terms of more in terms of waiting for the data. So I haven't I haven't seen any data that would give me additional uh, concern. So obviously there are advantages there in terms of 12 to 15 year olds. 
but again, the decision has to be taken uh, by each each parent. It is known that it really only manifests itself after the second dose. So some people I know are taking the first dose uh, because those effects are not uh, seen after the first dose. I know some countries' children are taking the first dose. But again, so far, I, re- I haven't seen any figures that would create any additional anxiety around that. Good, good, Paul. Thanks indeed for answering that one. Now, in a general sense, I can remember when we spoke first, when there were no vaccines and then there was hope that there would be a vaccine and then it went through all the testing and it started to be rolled out and we've certainly come a long, long way. As you said here today, at the start of September and with society really opening up and being nearly back to normal to all extents and purposes by the middle of October, towards the end of October, what do you see as maybe the one, two, three key elements that we need to be on the ball when I think of rapid testing I, I think of you know isolating if you have any symptoms that type of stuff what would you, would you say are the key now ones that we need to concentrate on yeah I think I think it's a very different story because of the the vaccines I think we'd be having a very different discussion now especially in terms of the number of positive cases if we have no vaccines because that would translate into a very heavy load with respect to hospitalizations and deaths so the good news is that the vaccines are here the vaccines directly protect those who've been vaccinated. You know, we discussed a lot then over the last number of months, Jerry, this idea then of herd immunity. And if you get a certain percentage of the population vaccinated, it protects the remainder of the population. And probably for many reasons, it's not going to be possible to reach herd immunity. No more so than the fact you have these breakthrough infections, that even people who are infected, they could end up becoming infected, but importantly, not becoming uh, sick. So... What we want to do is, while there is a portion of the population who remain to be vaccinated, and they are mostly our children, to try to limit, we always want to limit the spread of the virus. So some of the things that, some, some of the things that aren't very harmful or, you know, maybe not as demanding as others. So, for example, masking would probably stay with us for some time, especially in terms of indoor scenarios, especially where, where there are lots of people in, in confined spaces. But I think as well that we should help people and probably the state should help people and as you know I'm a big proponent and supporter of rapid testing rapid forms of testing including antigen testing and I think we've been very very slow on that. I think when we look back on this in months and years to come I think questions will be asked in terms of the reluctance of the country to embrace this testing. So for example we mentioned schools earlier in terms of schools opening and the potential for the schools now to contribute to increased cases and again, guidelines that we sent to schools have been nothing really around rapid antigen testing. And again, that's a dis- disappointment to me. And again, in terms of using technology in schools, you know, maybe more guidance, more support centrally for individual schools around ventilation. Obviously, the natural state of the building determines how well a building is ventilated or not. But even in terms of around air filtration systems, there's been very little guidance given to schools on that. So that's something I would probably like to see use technology where it is available to help us. Some of our behaviours, I think, will change. But I think I've said it to you before, Jerry. I'm not necessarily convinced that we're not going to go back to the old normal. Like a lot of people think we'll never go back to the old normal. I think we actually will. And I think very quickly you see people beginning to return to normal. And when, you know, some of the behaviours become less common, less frequent, I think we will return to normal. But from the very start, I think was something that was very important in terms of personal responsibility and also this sense of almost judging 
your own risk at times. And we should support that as much as possible with centrally supported schemes like some of the things I said about rapid antigen testing and their filtration systems. But I still think it does come back to sometimes we're our own best judge in terms of when we go into an environment and if we feel unsafe, it probably isn't safe and then probably to leave that. So I think it's difficult to get away from that personal responsibility. Uh, hi, Jerry. My son has autism. Would you ask Paul if I should get him vaccinated? I'm still worried about getting it done. Yeah, I think like obviously in terms of, you know, age groups and certainly in terms of, uh, you know, in terms of uh, learning conditions, things like that, that would probably actually be promoted really strongly in terms of getting vaccinated. But again, for, for situations like this, I, I always I would always advise, you know, to have a chat with your GP and get advice based uh, on that. But I wouldn't see any reason not to, but obviously it depends on individual circumstances and age. But certainly I would advise have a chat with your GP and GP would give you would be an excellent resource in terms of and giving you really good advice. Thanks so much. Um, the boosters, and I know you mentioned to me a couple of weeks back that it would be preferable if uh, doses were given to poorer countries and that people would get first vaccinations where some countries have a really low level. It's a, a real worry in a, a, a global context. But it seems here the government are going to push ahead with booster jabs uh, for vulnerable categories and age groups. I might even be in that age group myself after today, Paul. But anyway, that's another story. Um, and I've seen talk that when you get a booster, then it affords lots long-term protection? Well, it does, Jerry, basically. So when you get a booster, it actually increases the amount of antibodies that you have in your bloodstream. So when we're vaccinated, or actually when you're exposed to the virus, the antibodies are generated, they're produced within a couple of a few weeks, and then they stay in our bloodstream for about four or five months, and then they disappear, which they have to do, because otherwise we, our blood would be just full of antibodies against all of the different things we're exposed to. Those antibodies, when they're in the bloodstream for the first four or five months, they actually protect you from getting infected. And that is the reason, for example, if you look towards Israel, even though they've been really heavily vaccinated and the vaccination rollout was best like early on, you began to see like spikes in cases because four or five months out from vaccination, the antibodies begin to disappear and then you're probably more susceptible to getting infected by the virus again. So what a booster does is it actually increases the amount of antibodies in your bloodstream again. So it gives you that protection maybe for another four or five months. But the problem there is that are we going to go down for mass booster programs for everybody in the population? I'm not sure how that's even practical. I'm not even sure if it's required because even though after four or five months antibodies may wane, we've, if you're exposed to the virus at that stage, you've got memory cells in your bone marrow that will start producing more of those antibodies. And those antibodies then, in conjunction with other cells called T cells, will get rid of the virus. So if you're infected, if you've been vaccinated, the virus may end up getting into your nose, into your upper respiratory system. It may replicate for one or two or three days. It may show to be positive on PCR. But because you've got this immunity and these cells in your bone marrow start to produce antibodies and these T cells will get rid of the virus, the virus is cleared quite quickly. Mm. So in those cases, and we now have the data showing that in those cases, if you are vaccinated, you end up getting infected, you remain infected, you remain positive, for a shorter period of time. Now, even though you can get high viral loads, but you clear it much more quickly, and because you clear it more quickly, mm. there's less likelihood of you transmitting it. So all in all, the booster, I, I'm absolutely in favour of boosters for vulnerable populations, especially those who are immunocompromised, maybe those undergoing chemotherapy, those who are immunocompromised, maybe genetic conditions. 
you know, possibly, you know, older cohorts, especially older people, mm. care homes. I think it makes complete sense there because that gives full protection in terms of producing antibodies and protects you from even getting infected. Yeah. And obviously, if you're not infected, you're not going to end up getting very ill. So I think limited booster programs, especially as you've already mentioned, in the context of yeah. many other countries in the world where vaccines just aren't available. Oh, for sure. Paul, as usual, uh, great to have you with us on the show. We really do appreciate it. Don't get jealous tomorrow. A fella called Luke O'Neill is having a chat with me, but it's only for tomorrow. He's only one day only, Paul, I can assure you. You can can, can say hello to Luke, Paul. I will, I will. I'm a regular contact with him. I know you are, I know you are. Anyway, Paul, until the next time, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Take care, Jerry. Take care of yourself. That's Professor Paul Moyne there, Head of the Department of Biology, Director of the Human Health Research Institute at Manute University. Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. You had to have Kylie on your birthday, Jerry, didn't you? I was about to break into a spiel there when you yeah, when, when yeah, you yeah, sprung yeah. that one on me. And just well, to tell listeners today, we can't see each other for a couple of no. days here, but just, to, just for technical well. reasons. Uh, but I, I didn't expect that at all. Kylie Minogue, oh my heart Just as well, you can't see me, Jerry, because, um, well, we couldn't let you get away with a big birthday without some well-known faces on air that you know very well to wish you a happy birthday. And the first, Jerry, we have lined up for a few minutes is your best man an old friend, Eddie Joyce. Oh, my He's on the word. line. My Hi, Eddie. Word. Eddie. Hi, Louise. Hi, Jerry. Happy birthday. Well, this, folks, I am just lost now. I'm all at sea. I may just throw my notes. Hold on. I'm just going to throw the notes uh, away from me here. Eddie, it's great to hear from you. Well, look, I feel very privileged to have been asked by Louise to come on air and wish you a happy birthday on this milestone day. Can I call it it very quiet from him, Jerry? (laughs) Can I keep it? Can I say it's a millstone day? Not a millstone. Not a millstone around your neck. It's a milestone. Ah, thanks, Eddie. Thanks for the encouragement. It's great to hear from you. What a surprise! Absolutely, I haven't spoken to you in ages. (laughs) In ages and ages is is right. Oh, Eddie, uh, I have to say to listeners, Eddie, a great friend of mine. I was best man at his wedding. He at mine. We worked together. I I think we told you the story when I was celebrating 40 years of work, uh, possibly the year before last. And Eddie and me became very good friends. And he mentored me as I started working as a civil servant in the Central Statistics Office. We went, didn't we go? You brought me abroad for the first time on holidays. I, I just... Jotted down a few notes, Jerry, like a good civil servant, about some of those milestone or landmark <laughs> moments. Yes, your first big job up in the big smoke in Dublin. Mm-hmm. Your first foreign holiday. The fun trek. <laughs> yes. Um, of course, the biggest day of your life and the biggest day of my life. Don't yeah. forget that you are my best man mm. and that I had the honour of being your best man. Mm. And also little minor things like... Um, you're the, you're the only person to have ever introduced me to a ferret. <laughs> yes, my dad kept ferrets and we used to go ferreting rabbits. And up until that time, I don't think Eddie, Eddie thought I was just making this up, a ferret. Yeah, what is yeah. it? But that, yes, a milestone moment in your life, Eddie. Good, good, and good. So you, you taught me the difference between fishing and angling. Right. And actually took me angling 
up in Donegal on a holiday, if you remember that. I did when you had the Renault. What was that Renault you had, the car? Oh, the Renault 4. Oh, you couldn't Your beat it man. with the gear stick on the dash. And do you yeah. remember we went out to an island and we walked miles on the island looking for this lake? I do, and you you were possibly illegal, illegally fishing with your, your, your famous or infamous chandlers. Maggots. <laughs> Maggots. <laughs> I was. Oh, my God, that's such that's like a lifetime ago, isn't it? Yeah, it and is. despite the fact like that you're an Arsenal fan, <laughs> I mean, I, I forgive you being a Drogheda United fan <laughs> as opposed to a Rovers fan because that's where you live. So. Yeah. And I'm, I'm actually going to cut in here when you're talking about sport, Jerry, because... Um, well, he used to be on a lot when he was a uh, sports editor with you. But today he's on to say happy birthday and Jack White is on the other line. Oh, John. Hi, Jack. <laughs> How are you doing, Louise? Jerry, happy birthday. Do you know something I was just thinking? This a uh, um, little bit of symmetry here. This is actually, this would actually have been my mum and dad's 60th wedding anniversary as well. Oh, my God. So, so they got married and had me and then gave me off to you about 30 odd years ago or whatever the hell. You know something? Um, I've known Jerry Louise for, on, on a personal level, 30, 30 something years, but I knew of him uh, a long time before that. You <laughs> see him riding around I don't school, I think. I think, no, I think he actually, I remember him in primary school. He was, he was very well known in primary school. I think he had a rally chopper <laughs> in Joseph's. But he was also he was also well known as the head altar boy in the Dominican, and the altar boys in the Dominican were the envy of the town because they always got the little gifts for serving mass and and uh, mm. doing the other altar boy duties after that. But he went from that as Eddie as Eddie just mentioned there, um, in the Anglers Club. He got involved with the Anglers Club. He got, he was involved with Trotty United, and that's where uh, that's where myself and Jerry um, first started. Uh, uh, getting close as friends 30, 30 something years ago but the one thing about Jerry is when you engage with Jerry when, you, when you're his friend if you're working with him whatever, you get 100% 100% of the time mm-hmm. he's just an all in top top person and I can't say enough Eddie has had all the uh, the, the early memories with him there in his first holiday and all the rest but I, I, if I can take it on from there everything Jerry has touched basically has been a success. He gives of himself. He doesn't ask anything in return. He's an all-round top person. He's a fantastic bloke. And it's a privilege to be on here to actually um, wish him happy birthday brilliant. on his 60th birthday. Oh, my God. I'm... I'm, I'm delighted you're speechless, Jerry. I'm emotional. And, and, and I have to say, John, your words and Eddie are just too kind, to be honest with you, because, you know, it's a privilege that you're my friends as well I have to say Eddie and Jack and all the people who I've met in my lifetime that have influenced me and been with me and I've enjoyed so much I really have and I thank you for those lovely words today thanks guys thanks a million thank you and Jerry, well, we just have a f- a 10 seconds left, but you have a song lined up you'd like to play in two. Sta- so do you want to I'm going to start it? crying again because my Auntie Anna, <laughs> Anna Riley, sang this to me as a child and I've carried it with me always and it means so much. Whatever will be, will be. The future's not ours to see. Que sera, sera. What will be, will be 
Thank you all so much for the lovely messages that are pouring in as I speak. I want to say hello to Danny McAvoy, our own Danny today, who uh, phoned in with happy birthday wishes. Danny, Danny, thanks so much. You're always loved and appreciated. You know yourself here in LMFM Radio. Hi, Jerry. Happy birthday. Could you also wish Austin Lynch, Beliver, Michael Dever and Kells and Clodagh Brady and Navin, who are all celebrating their birthdays today. That comes in from Hilary, Daniel and Laura. Got a lot of birthdays on the 7th of September. Happy birthday, Jerry, from all in the workshop in the North. North Pole, especially Santa's little helper. I'd say that blue rally chopper was nearly one of the last items you got off the big red man. Not long after that, you were on the naughty list. Oh my God, Santa's little helper in touch with me today. Enjoy the birthday celebrations, Jerry. Welcome to the 60s, a wonderful decade. Well, Jerry, talk about the bold list. Majel is on to me and says, very happy birthday. What age are you? Are you okay to ask a man his age, but not a lady? Save me a bit of cake. I could be your Marilyn Monroe singing happy birthday to you lol and then come out of a big birthday cake for you oh my god Magella, you're really getting me excited well Magella, i'm celebrating the 39th anniversary of my 21st so that would do the maths there for me more fruny hello morfinardi happy birthday jerry and will you wish patsy clark from rockfield rd he's 67 today from all the boys in the shed we're all meeting up for a pint later enjoy morfin crew happy birthday jerry have a great day mary duff hello mary lovely to hear from from you. Thanks so much for the wishes. Vera, happy birthday. A milestone of knowledge you are, Jerry. Peace, joy and good health. Thanks, Vera. Another one there from all in Dunshockland. Your listeners in Dunshockland, Jerry, could you please say a happy birthday, please, today to twins Ava and Emily, who are 12 today, from all the Max in Dunshockland. I'm delighted to do that. Girls, 7 of September. It's a great, great day. It's a lucky seven. Phyllis in Carlinstown. Margaret, I never miss your programme. Best wishes to you, Jerry. Health and happiness going forward have a wonderful day Pat and Margaret Hannity in Laytown lovely to hear from you folks today and Ursula in Dundalk have a great day and so on and so on they go I'll come back to them in a little while I am so grateful I am so appreciative I'm so lucky I have to say that as well and I'm lucky to have another great friend of mine waiting on the line we've become friends since I started doing this show we play golf together we talk regular and he joins us on the show because he's simply brilliant he is the money doctor John Lowe Hello, John. Jerry, first of all, I have waited 60 years to do this. And you know, I, I love the singer, really. And I want to sing this song to you. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jerry. Happy birthday. What about, anyway, the Solheim Cup and Europe? I was glued to it uh, last year. I've watched it for all three days. Uh, the Saturday, Sunday and Monday. It was Labour Day in America yesterday and the final day. What a win for Europe. Underpinned, uh, may I say, and I'm, I'm being biased here, by the wonderful Leona Maguire. And she was simply outstanding again yesterday in the singles. But it was wonderful to go to America and win over there and bring back the bacon to Europe. Well done to all of the team and the captain, Katrina Matthew, who's a wonderful golfer herself. John, you're back with me and thank you again for the serenading. And, and you know what? Before we get to the meat of the matter, the, the Solheim Cup you were watching, I take it. Oh my God, wasn't it absolutely stunning? And I have to say, you know, um, you know, Cavan must be 
absolutely delighted with themselves this morning. Mm. Um, with, with, with Leona, who, who not only broke so many records, but she is a fantastic ambassador, not just for the game, for everything. She was absolutely stunning. The whole team, actually, in fairness to them, you know, they, there were no supporters over there. I don't know how they did it. It was magnificent. Mm. It was fantastic television as well. Actually. Oh, it was, John. And I have to say, uh, people who mightn't be familiar with golf or the sport or where she is in this sport, this girl is potentially a superstar, John. Oh, without a... Sh- I mean, she's now... She's already in the top 50, but now mm. she's a world star. Mm. I mean, she was the star of the Ryder Cup, and that's the most famous golf uh, outing, uh, you know, in terms of Solheim Cup. There's no bigger tournament for women yes. in, in world golf. No mm. bigger tournament. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's and a, fantastic. a rookie as well. First time called up. First Irish woman ever to play in the team. My God, I was so proud of her last evening, like yourself. And it's the, the people of Cavan, where she's from, and Ireland. She's, again, success in sport for this week, country of ours. John, in case I forget, I may have said it already. Thanks for the serenade. Paddy Goodwin will never <laughs> let me live that one down. You've walked me into it now. Can I just say this, Jerry? As I said, you know, you, you, there's good news and there's bad news. Now, I said, is it bad enough being an Arsenal supporter, especially where you're languishing at the bottom of the Premiership and Tottenham, of course, your arch enemies are right at the top and we've had a two-week international break and you're still at the bottom. <laughs> anyway, I, the good news is that I'm bringing you and your and your wonderful wife, Miriam, down to Stillorgan to the Talbot Hotel to stay a night. And the reason for that is I'm going to bring you, this is the, the, the good news as well, to Fox Rock Golf Club to play golf. I'm going to ask Miriam will she drive your buggy with, <laughs> with you round the course with me but here's the bad news I suddenly found my golf mojo I am playing like God and I'm going to thrash you when you come down to Fox Rock Golf Club Oh listen uh, you're, you're, you're talking to someone who's got a bit of the Maguire DNA all of a sudden himself so it'll be a battle royal Anyway John I'll tell you why I want to get to the, to the important message today because you're with us because you I want to say this to you well done because this is a random act of kindness that is going to have ramifications for young people for years to come. Tell our listeners what you've done. Um, I, I'm on a pilot scheme for 28 schools in only South County Dublin at the moment. So there's 2,500 uh, transition year students who are getting my book. And I've gone into each school. Uh, I've got three more days to go to, to deliver these books. And I'm saying, look, I do not want this part of your curriculum. I want the students to take this book home with them, put it on their bedside table. And over the next year, at 15 years of age, I want you to slowly read through that book. Because it's like digging in an orchard. You dig and dig and dig. And by the end of the summer, you've got a really good harvest. That's exactly what's going to happen with these kids. So next year, these 2,500 books, I'm funding myself. And uh, so there's a fair amount of money involved. Next year, I cannot afford the 60,000 transition year students all over Ireland. Uh, So what I've done is I've decided to give the e-book for free. I won't get a sponsor of of at least a quarter of a million a year, but I will be able to give the e-book for free every year to every transition year student in Ireland from next September year and there'll be a special transition year chapter in the book as well for those students as well so it, it, it's, a, it's a kind of it's my my way of, of and this actually by the way Jerry this stemmed from my own son mm. my own son who, who actually uh, never failed an exam in his life he did his uh, you know got a huge number of points he got his B&L in UCD he got his master's in finance he got his uh, chartered accountancy but at 19 years of age he's in UCD and he says dad what's an overdraft 
So I yeah. said there's something wrong with the system, and it's not to do with intelligence. It's to do with priority. It's to do with, you know, taking on board certain things. And the book, as Gay Byrne, God rest him, he was the main endorsement on the book, and he said this is a terrific book that you can dip in and out of, and it's written in a very user-friendly way. I like to think I'm so simple that I pass that simplicity onto the book. You have, John, and have done it every year. It's been a bestseller, Money Doctors Annual, and the new one is uh, being prepared as we speak for 2022. So you are going to give an e-copy of this book to every single transition year student in Ireland. And you know what, John? You're right. Academia is one thing, but the practicality and the simplicity of this book, this needs to be taught and this book will do it. Absolutely, because it covers A to Z of personal finance, everything. I mean, you know, my, my other daughter, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people who don't know what the Dow Jones is or even the NTMA. Mm. Uh, but, you know, when you send uh, your, your your daughter, for instance, to a school to, to four years to study business and then she does computer science, you would think that she'd know what the NTMA stands for, like the National Treasury Management Agency. Mm. But you accept that. You accept all these things that, you know, things go in one ear, out the other, and they only take on board what they feel is important but some of these things are really really important that they need to kind of just you know chill and kind of discover for themselves and that's why I, I said you know there was one school I won't say which one said look we, we, we've lost a lot of space because of COVID so we can't take your 120 books mm. we'll take 60 and I wrote back immediately to this lady who was the transition year coordinator and I said look this is not about space I don't want these books in your school I want them home yeah. uh, by their bedside or or where their desk is so that they have it there and they can peruse peruse it at their leisure Mm. at their leisure Mm. and you know uh, we have seen in the past and we don't have to remind listeners there are people still under the weight of the atrocity of the financial collapse uh, we yeah. see what's happening today with house prices roaring again above and beyond in places Celtic Tiger levels we see little in the form of return on money we see other investment vehicles all this is covered and this is stuff that young people should know John they should know, yeah. I mean, there's a thing about a lot of parents out there are shielding their children from the bad news. I, I actually say you should let those children share the bad news because it'll it'll save them in the future. Because, you know, you take the good with the bad and then when you're having bad times, you know, many hands ain't like work, as they say. So they, they, they should be kind of, you know, all pulling together and, and fighting together. That's the way I, I look at it. Mm. These are difficult times, no doubt about it. Mm. John, on post are talking to a partner regards offering mortgages? Yes, they are, and I'm surprised because this is a party who who are right at the bottom. They they have they've they've got to do a huge amount of work. They're not a brand name, um, and they're they're an entity that they have to get a license from the Central Bank of Ireland. That's that's going to take a while. So you know it won't it won't be this year. It'll, mm. it'll be it'll certainly next year. Okay. By the time so that are. that's a, that's a work in progress to give another option there. The other thing, John, I've been reading about this in recent weeks and trying to. Uh, uh, develop a considered opinion on it you'll hear people saying uh, parents don't help your children get on the property ladder wait until these houses are built this new initiative uh, announced last week now that's going to take time to deliver as well it's all well and fine saying that but is money being loaned again to younger people to allow them get on a property ma- a ladder that's absolutely as I said burning at the moment 
Well, I think that uh, certainly next October should should um, bring in some new initiatives from the government um, to help first-time buyers, that's mm. for sure. Mm. Um, we'll have, a, a, like, the Help to Buy scheme is still there. As you know, it's 30,000 or uh, 10% max. And uh, effectively, um, you know, you're looking at, you know, uh, properties that might be 300,000. That's your 10% taken care of, 330,000. But there's not many people, in in particular in Dublin, uh, you get a property for 300,000, you know, especially if if you're talking about a family uh, or you want to have a family. So it's still, um, you know, there's not enough. The the problem, Jerry, is is supply. There's there's far too much demand and there's not enough supply. And there's uh, Developers being uh, wined and dined to try and get back into, you know, building properties again because that's what yes. we're, we're short of. Mm. Uh, just to, before you go, by today, I, I, I was often told in the past it's never as cheap as it'll be today, and then it went to nothing. <laughs> what advice do you have? Should you buy if you have something you really want and you can get the money? Sorry, sorry, what was that, Jerry? The, the yes, daughter, I missed it. yeah, no, I, I, I was always told an old saying, uh, a house or property or getting on the ladder oh, yeah. is never as cheap yeah. as it is today. But then that was blown out of the water with the crash. What do you say to people today? If you have a property you like, if you can get the funds together, should you go for it? Well, absolutely. I'll tell you why. Because it doesn't really matter the value of the property. It's, mm. it's your home. Yes. And if this home, if, if you're talking about buying a property as an investment, I would think twice about it. But if you're talking about it as a home, that's going to be your home. And therefore, it really doesn't matter if in 10 years' time it's, it's lost value because you're still going to be there. If in 20 or 30 years' time you decide to either trade down, then that might be a different story. But you've got 30 years. I think over any... 20, 30 year period, uh, property prices will, will kind of rise inevitably. Okay, I'm finishing today as you started. Simply the best, better than all the rest. Mr. Don't John me, Lowe. Don't tell me you want me to sing it again. <laughs> no, Jerry. you're all right, you're all right, you're all right. Anyway, John Lowe, thank you so much and congratulations on the wonderful initiative. The benefits will be reaped for years to come. Talk to you soon, John. Thank you very much, Jerry. Thank Take you. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. That's John Lowe, the money doctor there. Great fella, he really is. So every transition year student to receive the money doctor's annual 2022 free in e-copy version all you have to do is encourage them to get stuck into it from time to time and read it and pick up so much good financial advice from it you're with Late Lunch on LMFM Radio on birthday day the 7th of September it's mine it's mine Jerry, I know it's only Tuesday you're hardly going down to the Wednesday club tonight are you? no no oh how many years has that been going uh, Brian Riley? Ah, <laughs> oh, sure it's been going as long as uh as long as we were to kick a ball together, or uh, pre-golf days, um, it's been it's been mostly twenty-five years, I'd say. But I've known Jerry much longer. I've known him since uh, I came to work in Drogheda over thirty-five years ago. And he's, he's one of the many. Man- he's a great fella for a laugh. Um, <laughs> he'd be the the prankster in chief, or if anybody deserved a slagging, uh, if you had a bit of salacious information on anybody. You'd give it to Jerry and he'd demand to organise the humiliation in, in the canteen. But uh, he's a great man. He, he introduced us all to fishing and the gardening. And if you want to know anything or if you want an old fresh fish, he'd be the man to go to. But uh, on, on Wednesday nights, he gives us the benefit of his, of his considerable knowledge as well. 
Let me say, Louise, it works both ways with these boys. And I learned me trade in P&T, Telecom Air and, uh, and uh, Aircom with the likes of Brian and all my friends there who were great people over the years. Brian didn't know this and the times we had when we had our tea breaks. And we'd have a, a pretty good old tea break, you know yourself, in the in the public service. But anyway, uh, it, it was the highlight, you know what I mean? Because sometimes work would be mundane. You know what I'm talking about, Brian? It'd be, you know, and when we'd, we'd look forward to the breaks, by jeepers, I'll tell you, the edges were knocked off me there with fellas like Martin Murray and Liam Manning and uh, John McGeady, Brian, you know, the boys, they... Uh, they, they let you have your own oh, way. Oh, pardon me. They wouldn't indeed. But uh, Who else is in the Wednesday club? There's, well, not, there's more than the two of you. Ah, yeah, 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 there is. There's, there's, uh, there's uh, Jerry Healy and Eamon O'Quail and Declan Keegan and myself and Jerry. But we, we've had people fall in and out of, uh, of the... Yes. And then there's our driver. Patricia. Yeah, Jerry's wife, Patricia. I have to say hello to Patricia Healy today. She's been wishing me a happy birthday as well. She just got over the 60 line ahead of myself. Um, and we've had, we've had members come and go as well. And we must remember Arthur today, uh, Brian, the late Arthur. Uh, he was a gent, wasn't he? A gentleman. Yeah, yeah. A gentleman. He passed away. Of, was, of, hmm. Yeah. But we're, we're sort of a, a think tank. We, we just <laughs> anything that's, that's wrong to write. Uh, so will the drinks anything. be on him tomorrow night then, Brian? Oh, I'm sure he'll, oh, listen. he'll dip into the pocket. I now. will. I will. It's a, it's, it's a freebie to, tomorrow oh, night. Man. Surely for, for, for everybody. And that's the way, actually, tomorrow night. Don't really have much this evening, to be honest with you. But tomorrow night, I'll celebrate with the lads in, in style again. And I'd say, Brian, actually, I was just trying to figure it out there. Um, it's probably 30 years. You know what I mean? That we're, we've been meeting up on the Wednesdays. And we, we, the only yeah. thing that stopped us, Brian, you know, was COVID. That's it. That's it, yeah. But... Uh, but uh, Jerry's a great fella uh, for a, a bit of crack, but he, he's, he's constantly enthusiastic and, and, and optimistic. He's, a, he's a very much a, a glass half full sort of a fella, and uh, he's, a, he's been great to know over the years. It's, it, um, it's been always entertaining, and you'd never walk away from a conversation with him in, in bad humour. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, I, I'm just—if you could see me here today, Brian, I really am flushed, bright red, to be honest with you. And I'm going to kill that Louise one because well, I spoke to her just a moment ago and said, uh, "Now there's no more surprises." Today. And she said, "Oh no, no, that's all. We're, we're straight ahead now." Well, it's not that big a surprise, and I was just kind of thinking that it's a very, you know, the Wednesday Club, everybody knows about it at this stage, <laughs> you're always talking about it, but it seems to be a very exclusive club. Oh, yeah. um, have you ever been invited to it, Paddy Goodwin? Certainly not. <gasps> oh my no, God. Paddy. I hear, I hear there's free drink going around tonight. I'm like, where are you going? <laughs> Paddy, how are you? I'm great, Jerry. And I just want to thank Louise for, for inviting me on. And I'll tell you, it's great to hear you lost for words because you were when when your mate was on earlier on. Mm. And and it just brings me back to the to the two thousand and five FA Cup final, Jerry. Yeah. If you remember. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we were at the two thousand five FA Cup final between Arsenal and Man United. And that was probably the, the last time, Jerry, that Arsenal had a good team. <laughs> Paddy, you a Forest fan? Go away out of that, would you? <laughs> Arsenal had Vieira and yeah. United had Keane, and yeah. Arsenal had Burkamp and United had Ronaldo. Arsenal had Fabregas and United had Van Nistelrooy, and we were stuck in the middle of the Man United fans. We were. Remember? We were. And they weren't the ones from Surrey with the frog damages. No. <laughs> and for ninety minutes, you said absolutely nothing. <laughs> And then, extra time, 30 minutes, another 
30 minutes of silence from Jerry <laughs> Jerry Kelly a, a world record nearly two, two hours now and then it goes to penalties if you remember James, yes. you remember well yeah. and Paul, Paul scolded Mr. Penalty for for United and it was down to the last penalty for, for Arsenal and Vieira put the ball in the net with 5-4 in penalties Arsenal won the cup yeah. and you grabbed me by the arm you couldn't say anything because we were surrounded by United fans but you grabbed me by my right arm I still have bruising as a result of it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, that was one of the great days Jerry. yeah it was and you're, you're right you couldn't budge Paddy because you'd be clobbered yeah, no, no, absolutely. You'd be well, well, you, you, you couldn't vote. I was, I was happy enough. I, I support you. I support Forrest. And uh, I don't care. It didn't matter to me who was going to who was going to win that match. <laughs> it was fantastic, though. It was just one of the one of the great days. It right? was, it was. But look, at we've had great days, and we, like Brian said, with the Wednesday club, there was a Monday club with Paddy, and we met as well, and we tried to sort out the ways of the world. But I have to tell you about this man. He is a great friend of mine and a wonderful confidant over the years. And what a marvellous musician Paddy Goodwin is. He, I encourage anybody, he'll be back with his gigs now in September and October. He has a spare tick to celebrate himself. But if you want to see rock and roll at its finest. But I want to tell listeners this today while I have him on. I stuck it to him one Christmas. Paddy used to invite us off Christmas <laughs> Eve for a few drinks. And he got this game. What was it? Pop star quiz or something, was oh, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, Paddy's the rock and roller. I know feck all when it comes to music, as he often tells me. But that night, uh, we had two little teams, and the pop star champions of the year was captained by Jerry Kelly. And Mr. Paddy Goodwin disconnected the game from the TV, put it under his arm, and left the room. It's my ball, and I'll say when you can play with it. <laughs> and come here talking about pop stars. There's, I have a song in the system, Jerry, again from yourself. Oh, want to yes. explain it and yeah, guys well, thanks a million Paddy thank you so much Paddy for and Brian, the lovely you. words and Brian as well I re- really do appreciate it what a day of surprises this is it really is anyway I have a song for you now folks that I've had many moments in my life many 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 great moments that I can recall we're going to play it now and I'll tell you about them in a wee while but I've been so lucky and I thank all the people my family my friends everyone I've come into contact with for making it a wonderful 60 years and there were many moments many 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 moments a moment like this lovely to hear from you Steve Millen thanks for the birthday wishes uh, much appreciated a happy birthday Jerry. I hope you're having a loving uh, a lovely evening you're kind generous sympathetic and you listen to people when they speak to you I look forward to your show every single day in many ways uh, you remind me of my late dad Michael best wishes Jerry, from Christine Arkins and Kells thank you Christine today the happiest of birthdays to you Jerry. you brighten our afternoons love your show thanks a million to Maria Mullen Sinead Boylan Patricia 
in Blanchestown, Tommy in Italy, Nigel McKenna in New York City, Joanne Grendon, Maddie in Navin, Jean, Margaret Madden, my, she says, happy birthday to my radio husband. Thank you, Margaret. Appreciate it so much. Rose, love the song, Kesara, my dad's favourite song. Happy birthday, Jerry. Breach on the Carrick Road in Dundalk. Olivia, I was 60 this year too. Jerry, and I remembered my mum who gave me life. Happy birthday to you and Rose Karen in Beliver. And so on and so on they go. You're too kind. Thanks for all your generosity and wishes. I really do appreciate it. We're back on the road now with one of our most treasured regulars on the show, Tony Conlon. Hello again. Hiya, Jerry. Thanks for joining me. (laughs) Thanks, Tony. Thanks a million. Really appreciate it. Tony, I actually have green eye looking at what you've been test driving the last while. This Renault Arcana is a classy machine, isn't it? It is. It's, it's, It's different because it's hitting two marks. It's hitting the SUV and the hatchback. It's kind of in there between the two of them. It's in the C category, which is that Volkswagen Golf Megane category. A focus category. Prices start at twenty eight thousand nine hundred and ninety. There's two versions. There's a mild hybrid. That's the, that's the cheapest one. Starting twenty eight nine nine zero. And then there's the E Tech hybrid with thirty thousand tag on thirty and a half almost. Uh, three trim levels. A Conic S edition or S line. But look, let's get to the basics and say to you that a lot of this technology from this, especially the E Tech version, the the little. Um, one of the mild hybrid has a 1.3 petrol engine attached to it. The E-Tech has two electric motors and a larger naturally battery. And it has a 1.6 engine. There's 150 patents on this uh, technology uh, protected by patents on this car, which tells you something that a lot of this is derived from Formula One scene. It features also an intelligent dog clutch, which is interesting, Jerry. It doesn't have an, an the first steer as such. It's a it's an electric operator. <coughs> Excuse me. Consumption wise, the E Tech that's the, the the most hybrid of the whole lot of them with the two electric motors will claiming to do four point nine liters per hundred kilometers, which which is pretty good up there in the fifties. And the other version is doing five point eight, a little bit less. Interesting in so far, Jerry, it is the five years warranty you mentioned that has sleek coupe styling and yet with the, with that sloping roof and aerodynamic design to it, you're not depriving any space from the inside. And that's the very interesting thing about it. Beautifully appointed. Packed the hilt with safety equipment, and uh, it's going to be interesting, Jerry. Yes, definitely. Yeah, so five star safety, they have that as a given. Uh, yes. Five year, 100,000 uh, kilometres warranty, that, that is a given with this one as well. You know, Renault, it's, it, it's, it's renowned as well for uh, you know, comfort and, and its feel and, and, and drive on the road. Sure footed, would that describe it? Would that be a good description? Yeah, like, it's a car you don't kind of didn't want to go racing around the places because the whole idea of these cars is to try and get. You get that little switch at the side of your ear, you switch it on, it's called the, the, the green or the eco mode, mm. and you get in there and you drive it. Now, I didn't get the test of her to see can I get 4.9, I'm sure I would yes. get close to it, but the comfort element of it, uh, the beautiful seating of it, the, the dash design of it, the 9.3 inch screen, and of course, like even the base one, the iconic one, looks to be a beautiful car. And the colour schemes to have, Jerry. That's very interesting. Mm, the beautiful orange you were driving, I, I yeah, see well, yourself. Yeah, you you yeah. posted the picture a little bit earlier on. Yeah. Good driving position and it can be adjusted. And plenty of leg room for passengers, Tony. Plenty of leg room, plenty of leg room. And then for all the stuff young people like, touchscreen display, also Apple CarPlay, all that full LED lighting technology. 
and of course, you know how often we often talk about lighting. We take so much for granted. Uh, but look, they're on they're on the move at the moment. I think the Arcana that's in the dealerships now. The big interest is definitely in the E-Tech according to they brought in I think three or four hundred and massive interest in that car. Mm. The other one that's launched in Munich yesterday morning was the new E Megan all electric version which will be coming in here as was towards the end of the year but for the moment Arcana is it's it's very interesting to see the technology yeah. I, I think this dog this dog gearbox is a real light gearbox and it's automatic versions like a true automatic but it's called a, a dog clutch as part of the transmission system it's very interesting technology and uh, you get more electric mode Audi tech. It will drive more for you, and you're able to you're able to regenerate more power much easier and put into the battery, which is underneath the back boot of the car and that. So interesting design. Have a look at. Yeah. yeah, highly highly impressive car sales. Tony, I just see uh, the last figures I have is July. They were up July this year by uh, almost five thousand from July last year, and in terms of year to date as well, uh, July twenty as against this July, there's certainly an increase of about sixteen thousand. So the cars are moving. Yeah, well, car, car, well, here's a very interesting thing I learned yesterday, Jerry. Cars are moving. I have the August figures here. They're up 25.1% mm. uh, uh, around the place. 96,309 new cars registered compared to 98,000 this right. time last year. Mm. Uh, 110,000 2019, of course, before the pandemic and all that. But it's not far away from that. There's people telling me yesterday that they expect to be a little bit more, but would you believe it? New cars are hard to get. Mm. Uh, there's some technology there that's still scarce and the microchip end of things and that uh, that uh, companies have been looking for and hold them back on of course so what they're trying to do is the world was at a stop Jerry they're trying to get up and get running again mm. you know and mm. you have all the safety elements and all and all these big plants and everything but very interesting here to see that the little wee county allowed if you look at all the sales figures is 2,131 it's 1,000 actually less than me but it's a, it's a thousand more than carbon, for example, and uh, and my God, four times more than Lake Longford. Best-selling cars: Toyota, Volkswagen, uh, Hyundai, Skoda, and Ford. Best-selling brands: Hyundai Tucson. Corolla is doing well. Toyota Yaris is doing very well, and the Rav Ford is three in the top five. And seven point three three percent of electric, seven point one one plug-in. 34% diesel, 32% petrol, 16% hybrid. Mm, so the so hybrid is picking up. The hybrid is picking The hybrid is picking up. There's no doubt at all about that, yes. Mm, which is the, the, whole, the whole thing, we just speak about hybrids and this new phase in technology and economy and winding down the diesel a bit, but I still have belief in it, but uh, I will probably to the end. But the fact of the matter is, hybrids and, and plug-ins and all these, you have to change. You should change. There's no one going to be baiting the head off you and say you have to, but you should change your driving approach in mm. order to get the economy. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. And that's the important part of it. Tony, I have to leave it there today. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, Safe driving in the Arcana and we'll talk to you again soon. Enjoy, enjoy the evening. Thanks, bye-bye. thanks, Tony. Bye. Bye-bye. That's Tony uh, Conlon there reviewing the Renault Arcana. He really likes the car, he does indeed. And car sales on the up, but probably could be higher if uh, people could get the marks that they're looking for. You want late lunch on LMFM Radio, heading to a break. Stay with us on the show. Keith Barry, any chance he can make, make Jerry's age disappear? I do magic, not miracle. <laughs> Hi, Mary, how are you? Oh, my birthday. man. How's the form? 
Oh, I'm fantastic. Thank you. I'm about to jump into the sea here just down the road from you. So I thought I'd ring in and say happy birthday. Listen, uh, you look about 20, not 60. But look, uh, happy birthday to you. I hope it's a good one. Uh, Keith, thanks so much. You've been a great friend to us since we first met up on uh, the radio show. And uh, as you know, I just adore you and what you do. And I love the magic. And I'm a child. Every time I meet you, I just regress. And I enjoy so much. And uh, we're all looking forward, by the way, to your new book coming out uh, later. September, October? Ah, uh, yeah, but I'm not here to promote that, Jerry. I'm only here to, to say happy birthday <laughs> to you. But look, uh, we had great crack last week talking yeah. about the book. So, yeah, the book is coming out uh, October 22nd. It's called Brain Axe. Uh, but sure, look, we'll talk about that. We'll talk time. near uh, the date I, there. I, I'm, I'm about to get in for a nice swim now. And you know what? I don't even really know where I am. I'm in a place where there's traditional fish and chips. <laughs> you know, let's look outside. There's a coffee shop here as well. Where are you? Beach hut. Where are you? The Beach Hut. Oh. It's, da- it's, it's down from, up or down from Terman Feckin. Okay. So anyway. Anyway, you're, you're going for a swim there. Swim. You're in our yeah. neck of the woods today. Great to hear yeah. it. Anyway, I, I'm thank you. i thank next you. week. I caught four sea bass and three sea trout today, so I know where the spot is. I'll bring you fishing for your birthday next week. Oh, right? good man yourself. I'll be in touch <laughs> is right because I'm on a little break is right. Keith, thanks so much for the call. Yeah. I appreciate it. Enjoy yeah. your swimming. Bye, Take bye-bye. care of yourself. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's Keith Barry, <laughs> my good friend, I say now. Yes, and uh, he is. I'm looking forward to having a chat with him later on in the year with that new book coming out for sure. And I thank him for his wishes Jane thanks to you too and everybody else who's been in touch with us on the show Louise Walsh I am going to choke you <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> shh don't be telling them that they say I'm a lovely fella and all that type of thing don't be oh, please pouring water on, uh, <laughs> on it but anyway look thank you kindly for this has been a day of I have to tell listeners of, of so many surprised with the people you've uh, you know, had on the show today just for me, uh, and I, I thank you for it. And I thank them all for the, for the lovely words and kindness. But you know, on a day like today, I I, I want to say that I want to say a big thank you to my family, to Miriam, Jared, and Sarah, to Shauna and Kieran, the loves of my life, my grandchildren Ava and Pippa, to my sister Katrina, my only sister, and Liam and Orla and Michal, and all our extended family and friends. We're only a small family, really, uh, to be honest with you, but I thank them all for the love and support and kindness and all they do for me because, you know, I'm just one in, 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 a, in, a, in a major, you know, in a major family operation and a major loving family and people who have their own their own ways in life and that as well they're always there for me and to support me and I'm so proud of them all and I thank them for everything they've done for me and all my extended family right through the years it is a special day today and, and Jerry, just to, you know I did try and bring a certain, you know, certain amount of people on but there's so so many people I just couldn't get on today that have all sent well wishes to you and happy birthday and we've actually um, just got an email in from your cousin Francis Tinley mm. who says happy birthday you still have your great smile one of my memories of you <laughs> lovely Francis thank you so much indeed yes and you know our extended family that we don't you know like yourself Louise you don't come across them too often you know the way families are today and we're busy with work and life and everything and COVID Yes, and the last 18 months has been a big challenge for everybody. But I have to say I've been lucky in these 60 years to have health and happiness. We're a little blip along the way or two and maybe a close shave as well. But I never thought I'd see this day. I just never felt I'd get to this age. And, you know, between the years, Louise, it's 21 still. You understand that as well. (laughs) (laughs) It's not not a number at all. But look, you were born before man landed on the moon. I was. 
I was. And I remember that day when he landed. I think I recall that in one of my, uh, uh, you know, soundtracks of my life, Mm -hmm. uh, watching that with my dad on black and white television as that happened as a little fella as well. And, you know, it leads me, you know, to, to think about today, the people who are not with us. Do you know what I mean? The memories I have of all the people who shaped me. Do you know what I mean? My mother and father, Mary and Brendan, my aunts and uncles and, and family who were there for us. I remember Anna and Oni and Gladys and Peter and all those people who were there. The people on our street in the North Road, the late Jimmy Mullen, the late great Jimmy Mullen, Christy Early, Johnny Clutterbuck, our neighbour who brought me to Drogheda football first and was a great man for the children. Mrs Sullivan, I mentioned her before, Bridget and Mrs Bennett would have lived across the road. She was a great woman, a great cook and uh, Oh, there's so many others in my life who've made me, you know, the person that I am today. And I remember them and all those who went too early. I want to mention Liam Keegan today and Paul Lynch, young Paul Lynch. He fished with us. He was only a young lad and uh, he passed away suddenly. And I want to mention one other person as well, Ursula Harty. She was a lovely, lovely lady. She worked with me. And these are people who left this world all too young, all too young. And I, here I am today, I've got these 60 years and... Ah, oh, look. It's a privilege. Yeah, and I'm emotional when I think of all those. And there's more who've gone too young and more I've lost who I loved and miss. And today, for them, I just want to play this in their memory. Here's to the ones that we got. Cheers to the wish you were here, but you're not Cause the drinks bring back all the memories Of everything we've been through Toast to the ones here today Toast to the ones that we lost on the way Cause the drinks bring back all the memories And the memories bring back, memories bring back your Memories bring back, memories bring back your I remember them all, I pray for them every day And I thank them and that's a lovely, lovely song to remember all the people who've touched me in my life and who've passed on to their eternal reward. I want to say a big thank you to Michelle Howard for the lovely gift. Thank you, Michelle. To Katrina Rooney, our own Katrina. Thanks for the beautiful cake and card, Katrina. And Louise, Louise, thank you so much for the gift and all you've done it, today. No, no, I'm keeping it till this evening. <laughs> Could be a for, smoke bomb. For a little surprise. And one thing I do want to say while I'm here today, this has been a second lease of life for me, this career in radio. I really, this happened by accident. And I want to say... A huge thanks to Colm Corrigan, who first invited me onto radio, to Eamon Doyle, our programme controller, and to Michael Crawley, who took a chance on me uh, way back. And I've just enjoyed every single second of my time here in LMFM Radio. And there have been challenges and it's been tough at times, but overall, it's been just fabulous. And, you know, Louise, to you... Uh, to Deirdre Hurley oh my god you know who've been with me on late lunch mm-hmm. all these years to Kira Courtney as well and others Brian Curran Brian Curran Sinead our own Sinead Brazel who's flying herself now and she's just most fantastic woman all who've been with me over the years on late lunch Brian Curran I'll never forget him either he's a great great guy and all you've you know contributed to this wonderful show Late Lunch and made it what it is and the success it's been I thank you all thank you to everybody to every one of you and you're all great friends and will always be great friends of mine and I appreciate everything you did for me and I love it I just love it you know that Louise yourself I I just love what I do and it's great to be able to say that you love your job but again 
our family. Thanks to my family again, my wife, my children, all our extended family. You mentioned Margaret Keegan today who gives us so much help as well. Lovely Margaret and Declan and all the gang, all the Keegans and the Kellys and the Flynns, the Flynns in Delique and all around the world. They'll be coming together for this wedding of Sarah, my daughters and Kieran next year. And Kieran, I want to mention Kieran Flynn uh, in uh, at the Paralympics in Tokyo and he's just back uh, this evening from a most successful Paralympics there with the team. Well done to him. But everybody across the board, well, well done to everybody and thank you for all your support. News, weather and sport on the way. Thank you one and all again. Paula Matthews says, think about it this way, Jerry. In 40 years you'll be getting the check from the president oh my god Paula thanks for the lovely wishes Eileen Murphy's been in touch the crew at Callaghan Butchers in this in the heart of Drada thank you so much to everybody there Tony and Mae McArdle from Knockbridge Angela says Jerry, there really is nothing like remembering those who've passed on you made me cry this afternoon happy birthday thanks indeed Angela for that lovely message and Alfie Alfie McGivern's been on to say well done to Louise Jerry, in lining up all your friends today great job enjoyed the memories and Jerry, what about Leona McGuire wasn't she magnificent she was Alfie unbelievable we have a superstar there Cavan and Ireland for sure now my artists of the week this week are ABBA and uh, I took it up yesterday to Eurovision when they won Eurovision after the Eurovision to be honest with you it did take a couple of years before ABBA really hit the heights uh, becoming superstars yes they enjoyed chart successes with singles and albums in the UK USA and Europe without really setting the world alight the exception being, listen to this, Australia, New Zealand where I do, I do, I do SOS and Mamma Mia all topped the charts for weeks on end. They loved them there, absolutely. Then in March 76 they released a compilation of their greatest hits in album format and really they took off from there. That album made number one in the UK and charted high in the USA as well. The song Fernando, I'm sure you remember that one, hit number one all across the world. Then their fourth album, which I have myself, I yes, and I played it for, uh, in my uh, series album in the attic, Arrival, proved to be a sensational hit with the likes of Money, 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 Knowing You, Knowing Me, and of course Dancing Queen, all selling like hotcakes and topping the singles charts universally. In January 77... On the back of the album and previous releases, ABBA embarked on a major European tour. And from Europe, they went on to Australia, New Zealand, where they were absolutely loved. And honestly, they could have sold out all venues multiple times. It was incredible, the ticket demand. Everybody simply wanted to see this phenomenon called ABBA. Louise, it's your 12-second warning. Today, on the day that's in it, uh, I'm skipping, yes, uh, to the latter part of 1977 and this one, because in my life, music is really special and to me, it's been such a part of my life through the years. I'm nothing special. In fact, I'm a bit of a bore. If I tell a joke, you've probably heard it before. But I have a talent, a wonderful thing Cause everyone listens when I start to sing I'm so grateful and proud All I want is to sing it out loud So I say thank you for the music, the song
yes. What would life be without a song or a dance? What are we? We're nothing. Music is the essence of life and I absolutely love it in all its forms and guises. Yes, ABBA, my artist of the week this week. More about ABBA in Music and Words tomorrow on Late Lunch, round about this time. Now, I'm confused. You know, I'm great at the recycling. I separate everything. I go to the recycle centres regular. I look after my bins and I'm adamant about it that I try to do my very best. But I'm a little confused now because the whole issue of plastic. There are new guidelines. There's a new way that it's going to be processed and we're going to find out all about it next with Seamus Clancy, CEO of Repack. More details. Thank you, Deirdre, for your lovely message and everybody else. They're still coming in to me here on my birthday this very day, the 7th of September. I am so grateful. Thank you so much indeed for the love I'm feeling today on the show. Now, uh, I have a man on the line who's going to clarify something for me. You know I'm big time into my recycling. I'm a big advocate of it. And I know so many of you out there do your very best. It's so important for the future of this little planet that we all live on. But plastics and the recycling of plastics is in the news today. And to clarify for me, and I'm sure many people out there. I'm joined on the line by Seamus Clancy. He's the CEO of Repack. Hello, Seamus. Is that the first time you've ever been called Seamus in your life, dear to Hurley? <laughs> well, I'm a big fan of recycling, actually, Louise. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> Sorry, Jerry. Uh, <laughs> you can get rid of those notes now. <laughs> you're, you're surrounded by women as usual. <laughs> <laughs> Deirdre Hurley I can't believe well you know what Deirdre I have to say today I just may tear up the script from start to finish all the preparation this morning well I've incorporated a bit of it but I never expected to be talking to the people I've been speaking to uh, and Deirdre I mentioned you there a little while ago and all who've worked with me on Late Lunch you were there when Late Lunch began at the very beginning Ah, oh, thanks for joining us today thanks well, I wouldn't miss it. Louise called me it was quite a few weeks ago now, you see. She's been quite devious and cunning in her preparations. But sure, um, I wouldn't miss talking to you now on the big day, on a on a big birthday. <laughs> a big birthday, is right. Oh, uh, Deirdre, I'm grand, but it's all downhill from here. I, the way I look in life, Deirdre, is this. You see, in your t- up till your 20 is the spring of your life. From 20 to your 40s is the summer. Uh, 40 to 60 is the autumn. And by God, winter has dawned. <laughs> Yeah, but it's nice to get cosied up in the winter and stop by the fire with a little uh, a little pint of Guinness. I'm sure you'll do that tonight. Oh, listen, uh, I'll have a little tipple this evening, all right, at home. That, but the Wednesday club. Brian Riley joined us, Deirdre. You know, know, Brian from the way I couldn't believe it. Yes, tomorrow night Wednesday club will convene again, and we'll uh, enjoy a few pints of the black stuff. I, I, I enjoy a pint of the black stuff yourself too. Well, I might be known to. I might be known to. I think that's how the program actually began with it, a couple of pints of Guinness. It is, isn't that it? when we went to Limerick all those years ago when this was a concept and uh, we enjoyed a few points there of course but that was the the beginning of the whole late lunch journey and that wonderful lady will we ever forget her never Valerie Geller Valerie Geller no no well I wanted to wish you I don't know what kind of time I I don't want to be running over your time now and you won't be hitting an ad break on time or playing the wrong song you're all right listen you never do anything like that Jerry would uh, you uh, oh never should you you know me I'm just a modicum of time and timeliness are you joking me I've often been I've often been killed in here for just talking too much isn't it I talk too much don't I dare I really do no it's a gift it's the gift of the gab Jerry. don't <laughs> let anyone tell you any difference anyway I just want to say uh, I, I hope you have a great birthday because you're just um, a ray of sunshine working with you for so many years you're I've I don't think I can actually remember a time when you come into work uh, in a bad mood you're always in a good mood looking for the positive so I hope you take a lot of positives out of all the good wishes today 
Oh, Deirdre, I, I'm just flabbergasted. I honestly say that to you. And I, I said it before, uh, from I came to work here. But like, I think in my whole life, anywhere I've ever worked, I've always tried to have put the sunny side out no matter what. And you know from, you've worked a, a long time in this business as well, there are days in your personal life and private life and other things going on when you really, you know, it, it's hard to to get up there and, and, and do this. You know what I mean? I, I'm not saying, and I, 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 I accept it's part and parcel of it, but it's, it is show business, this. You're on for two hours and you got to switch it on. You know that yourself. It's showbiz, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> showbiz, Jim. Showbiz, Jim, showbiz. But it is like that. And, you know, there are, you know, you know what I'm talking about. But, you know, every day, I, 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 and I say this about LMFM Radio, and show we've had our tete-a-tetes, all of us. Of course we oh, do. Oh, God, we have. Yes. Yeah. There has to, it can't be all love and roses. We've had disagreements. We've we say yes, we say no, but overall, overall, when you look at the whole thing, it's been a team effort here on Late Lunch with yourself Absolutely. and Louise and, and all the others I mentioned as well over the years. It's been just fantastic. And and you and uh, Louise and uh, everyone else who's worked with me, Kira Courtney, Brian Curran, I mentioned them earlier on there, Sinead Braslin and everything, have, you know, <laughs> you've made this easy for me, all of you. I want to say that. Yeah, you'd never hit an ad break without any of those people. Uh, <laughs> and talking about ad breaks, um, Deirdre, it's lovely to have you on. Thanks a million for coming uh, not on. Not at all. Happy birthday, Deirdre. Today. See Happy you birthday. soon. Yeah. See you Thank soon, you. Deirdre. God bless you. Thanks a million. And Deirdre and Jerry, God, I was going to call you Deirdre. There. <laughs> you can call me anything you want. Uh, we have one more surprise for you. And, yeah, and, and that's it. I swear. Um, well, as we all know, your family mean the world to you. Mm. So we couldn't end today without a message from your daughter, Sarah, your son, Gerard, uh, your two granddaughters, Eva, Eva, Eva and Pippa. And, you know, of course, your wife is in there somewhere too. <laughs> Miriam, Miriam is, is the backbone we know of the family as well, um, even though she's a little bit radio shy, but she mm. sends her love as well. Mm. So, uh, yeah. So if you want to just sit back for a minute or two and listen to the following. <laughs> oh, my God. Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday dear gang gang, happy birthday to you, hip hip hooray, hip hip hooray. Hi gang gang, I hope you have a great birthday and I hope you enjoy all the presents you have. Love you. Hi dad. Happy birthday. Um, just wanted to say a big happy 60th birthday today um, from all of us and the whole family, Pippa, Sean and myself, Sarah, Kieran, Ava, Mam, um, everyone in Clamel. Have a great time. We're looking forward to seeing you after the show. We love you very much um, and thanks for everything you do for us. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, gang. Happy birthday, Hi, Dad. Happy birthday, Big 60 today, can't believe it. Uh, Congratulations on your birthday. We're so excited to spend it with you today. Thank you so much for all that you do for us. You are our number one, the most kindest man in the world and we'd be lost without you. (laughs) Happy birthday, Dad. Love you to the moon and back. Happy birthday, Jerry. I think Sinead is behind you there. Oh my God almighty. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Jerry Kelly. Happy birthday to you. Blow the mouse. Just don't, don't blow up the studio in the process. 
Happy birthday. Were you surprised? Uh, look, look at the tears. <laughs> look at the tears flowing down my face here. It, 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 the tears are flowing down his face, is right. Uh, Louise, for once in his life, <laughs> he's, he's speechless. completely speechless. But just while he's gathering himself there, right? I should say a massive happy birthday to Jerry Kelly because this man has been such a friend to me, a mentor to me as well, and a real kind of champion of me, uh, particularly when I when I took over the reins at eleven to one there. So he is a massive influence on my life, and I just want to wish you all the very best. Oh my God, I just can't take any more of this thing. Give me a hug. <laughs> We're both vaccinated. We by are the way. both vaccinated. I, I'm hearing me mask as well <laughs> before we have the, the the police on. Thank you kindly for the lovely cake and the candles God bless you all like it's been just it's been a day I'll never forget I'll never forget this day for all of my life not doing it next year (laughs) (laughs) I can understand that for sure (laughs) Louise thank you for my heart for you know organising all this behind the scenes and what you did I am flummoxed I really am I'm just I I don't know what to say do you know what I mean Um, but anyway 30 seconds and not to say it before you go anyway the messages are still coming in there and Morgan in the all Tracy they're on the WhatsApp as well thank you for all the kindness and love and I do appreciate it and uh, look it's been one hell of a ride for 60 years it has and look I just hope I have some health and happiness in the years ahead to continue doing what I'm doing and uh, as I said thank you everybody again thank you so much indeed for today and Jerry, I hope you are as well because we don't want you retiring anytime soon <laughs> but uh, I, I should give you a little sneak behind the curtain as well because yesterday we had a bit of a covert operation yesterday in uh, Sarah's house uh, gathering your, your grandchildren <laughs> and Sarah and everybody around the place and can I just say Ava 100% she could follow in her gang gang's footsteps I think on the radio (laughs) Pippa Oh, let's just say She's let's give there. her a little few She's more time. There. It took a little bit of time to coax it yeah. out of Peppa, but sure look, we got it. She's in the on end. the way. She's so on she the is. way. She is. Anyway, thank you to them all. Thanks for the kind messages. That's almost it on late lunch today. I'm leaving you with this one because I've been blessed with happiness all of my life. Thank you, everybody. God bless you all. See you tomorrow for late lunch, one thirty. Bye bye. With more than my share of happiness. I got more than my share of happiness. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Drada and Talking Cabin. Let Blackstone Motors find the perfect car for you. With over 300 cars to choose from, we have the biggest selection of pre-owned cars in Drada and Talking Cabin. Low APR and zero deposit packages available. See blackstonemotors.ie for more details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. 
Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.